720 WGN. It's 320 now, and uh, we'll continue to take your calls about your first jobs. Uh, We'll have some laughs as well, but there is one topic to talk about today. I think that's important. It's something we need to have. This uh, month is uh, uh, Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month here in September. On the 10th, it's uh, World Suicide Prevention Day. And just some of the statistics are quite alarming, including amongst uh, our kids and young adults. It's the second leading cause of death, ages 10 to 24. More people in that age group die by suicide than from cancer, heart disease, AIDS, birth defects, stroke, pneumonia, influenza, and chronic lung disease combined. It's uh, really shocking information there, but it's important to talk about. And the team at Gabriel's Light is doing a lot to try and help us raise awareness about this and prevent some of these. Carol Dealey joins us now. Carol, thanks for hopping on with us here today. Thank you for having us. I know that the stigma has, we've gotten a lot better with mental health issues about talking about them, about encouraging people to talk to others. Why is this still so much of a problem? Yes, yeah, so it really it is uh, still stigmatized, um, in part because um, there's not resources available. As every most people have a primary care physician, not everybody has a therapist right. or a psychiatrist or a social worker. Um, in addition, sometimes people use language that uh, makes people feel if they have a mental health issue that they should be ashamed. If, if you use the word commit instead of say, died by suicide or lost their life, because suicide is a disease of the brain and needs to be treated as a disease like any other um, illness is. And so if we consider mental health part of total overall health, then we would all be a lot better off. And people might feel easier and better about coming forward if they just heard it talked about more like that. 80% of youth who die by suicide gave verbal warning signs. I imagine one of the things that you want to do at Gabriel's Light is let people know perhaps what those verbal signs would be. Yes, exactly. Um, Kids um, tend to tell a peer um, some of the things that they're thinking about or planning to do. Um, They might say something like, the world would be better off without me, or my school would be better off without me, and it's not worth living. And um, what we t- what we teach youth is if you hear something like that, you say something to someone. You be you you listen to that person. You don't um, brush it aside and say they're trying to get attention or they're just um, you know not being serious or they're being silly or no. You take it seriously and you make sure that you listen to them and at the same time you get them help and you report it to your parent to a teacher, to your counselor, coach, whoever. And I think that that you just hit on something really important because I know a lot of parents are listening now. Do they need to have conversations with their kids, not only about their kids' own mental health, but to tell them that if they hear their friends say X, Y, or Z, that there is a line of communication that should be open to their parents, to themselves, to then further that along to make sure the right people hear it. Exactly. Um, what, what we tell parents, and we, and we try to encourage parents that having these conversations with your children to normalize mental health issues and encouraging them to tell you if they're having any, any feelings of depression or sadness or hopelessness, to, to just keep the line of communication open. It's a myth if you, that if you talk to your kids about suicide that it causes them to do it. 
it actually opens up the door for them to have some conversations with you. And at the same time, you teach them that you never keep a secret. So if somebody tells you something that you that is makes you believe that they're going to harm themselves or someone else, you, 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 you never promise to keep a secret and you always tell a trusted adult. I think a lot of us know if you see something, say something, if you hear something, say something, and we all kind of like repeat that mantra about all sorts of things, whether it's suicide prevention mm-hmm. or not. And then one day our kids might come to us and say that. And even though we've been taught to say something that I need to talk to their their parents or to a principal or someone that that could help mm-hmm. out with this, we don't because we're like, wait, is this really the sign? Like, you're almost a little apprehensive about it. I guess the, the well, lesson is just to lean on the side of caution always. Yeah, always lean on the side of caution. Um, we recently um, released this week a, a resource guide called Navigating a Mental Health Crisis. And we encourage uh, everyone to go to our gabrielslight.org and download it, read it. You might need it. Somebody else might need it. And then you can hand it over to them. And it basically says, don't err on the side of caution. Always take things seriously. If you have an intuition that something isn't right or something that your child says, you call the parent, you call the school, you immediately take action. Because each of us can save a life if we're willing to. Um, respond like that. I think parents wage their own battles about what they know about what their kids do online. And I, I, I imagine you want people to be more <laughs> vigilant about that. Um, of course, I'm not going to try and tell parents exactly what to do, but I think that that's always an interesting discussion. But what should parents be asking their school about as we're in this back-to-school season? Mm-hmm. What are questions parents mm-hmm. should ask the school about what they're, what they're doing about this? Right. So, an example is if your child was checking out books from the library about suicide, guaranteed somebody's going to be calling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with the um, with the the devices that schools use. Uh, you, the devices. Um, the question that need to be asked is how are you protecting our kids while they're on these devices? You you don't leave the doors unlocked at school. You don't let the kids go wander wherever they want to go. You don't let strangers come into your building. What are you doing? to keep kids safe and what sort of alerts um, system do you have in place? So if they are searching something about uh, depression, mental health, bullying, suicide, guns, drugs, whatever, um, what are you doing that if they're searching that, that you're getting an alert and you're assessing whether this was a serious search or, and if it is, then you get them help and you notify the parent. Absolutely. Carol, we're just beginning to scratch the surface on this. I want people to go to gabrielslight.org and that resource guide is there and we can learn more about what you're doing, Carol, but we're out of time today. I hope we talk again soon. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let's take a break. Then we're going to have the news here on WGN.